Hello, everyone. This is Melanie Bearda with Rekindled Faith, the podcast. Today, I figured that I would talk to you a little bit more about why Rekindled Faith has come to light. This is a part of my ministry, which I have launched this last year, which is called Rekindled Faith Ministries. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. There's also a section in my website, melaniebearda.ca, in which I explain and talk about kind of the things that we've been working on over this last year. Rekindled Faith was born out of the recognition that there are a lot of people that come into the church that are really struggling in their faith. I think sometimes we have this expectation that once we become a Christian, all of our problems are just supposed to magically disappear. And I think that this is an expectation that comes not only from Christians, but also from non-believers as well. I've noticed it in my own journey where I've struggled with different types of sin in my life or even just negative thoughts or honestly just not even trusting God and his provision over my life. And it doesn't matter how many times God has shown up for me or what he has done to to present himself in a way that is quite honestly only like able to happen based on him. I still have gone through seasons of questioning, of doubt, of resenting God or resenting other Christians and just struggling. So Rekindled Faith is born out of those seasons of isolation, those seasons of doubt, those seasons of just wanting to give up on this whole relationship with God based on the fact that I had this expectation that life was just supposed to look a little bit different. Now, I walked away from faith, from religion as a teenager. When I was about 16 years old, I remember standing in my room and telling God, you know what, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to go look what's out there because I I just want to I just want to see what's there. Like I said, I grew up in a Christian home. So of course there were rules around what I could or could not do. Typical Christian rules, like not allowed to sleep with anyone before you're married. Can't like drink or party or get crazy. Uh, Things that all protect us. And um, now as a grown up, as I look back over my life and as I look back over my party days, yeah, those are valid. Those are valid rules to have over children. I don't think that don't think that we need to go into the depths of this world and be just so impacted by how society tells us our success should look like. I think that it is corrupting. And I quite honestly wish that I didn't have to go through those dark seasons. But alas, I cannot change it. It already happened. And I have no power to change it. So I'm allowing God to use my testimony to uplift and encourage and empower other people that may have experienced what I had experienced or just use it as an educational piece of what it's like to struggle and what it's like to make the decision to walk away from God based on how people or the perception of how people have failed to show up for us. So just some things that Rekindled Faith does. Uh, Right now, we're hosting a Bible study for women local to Mission, B.C. and Abbotsford, B.C., where I live. I live in Mission. And so it's a kid-friendly Bible study. There is registration that is required. And of course, like I said, locals only. So it's not open to anybody else. We have a Facebook group and we uh, we host ladies' nights. So upcoming this week, we're doing a rock climbing night at the local rock climbing gym. And uh, we'll have events like testimony nights and worship nights and all the things. So pretty exciting. I 
I know that there's a lot of stuff online where people can come into community with people from all across the world, and maybe I'll have something like that as well at some point. But I think over the last couple of years, I just really recognized that we can feel very alone with our within our own church community. And sometimes it's hard to reach out and develop friendships. And sometimes there's just like social anxiety and fear and the expectation that mm, they don't want to be my friend or this. It's just hard, especially in motherhood. And I, I the reason why we started this Bible study that is kid friendly is because I recognize as a mom of two kids that it's difficult to find a Bible study that has childcare. So women come over and we get into the word of God and there's chaos and there's crying and there's boogers and, and all the things. So it's just a little, a little bit chaotic some days, but you know what? I think it's really encouraging just to have a group of women sitting around the table and enjoying the word of God together and just living in that relationship together and choosing to dig in. And then also I think that God will bless the whole thing with the kids running around and everything that how, how wonderful that they can come together and they can play and they can also see that mommy is mommy's doing the work. Mommy's taking the time to get to know God and to read the Bible. And I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I didn't really see that. I didn't see people going out of their way to read the Bible. Like it was more so let's go to church on Sundays. And like maybe it's just because I wasn't aware of what was going on and I didn't I just didn't notice it because I was a kid and busy playing. Or maybe it was because the Bible didn't come out except for on Sunday. I don't know. But I just really had this on my heart that God was just like, hey, Melanie, like step up and do the ministry because it's something that I became passionate about. I'm pretty excited about this community group. It's called Women in the Wilderness. And so, yeah, my hope and my desire is just to cast that net over my community and and try to bring in the women that are maybe not connected and maybe not finding that relationship with God and maybe not finding the relationship with other women that love God. So other parts of the ministry that we do, I also have had the privilege of mentorship with other women, uh, just coming alongside them and encouraging them in their faith journey. I also have had the privilege of walking with a lot of women that have struggled with addiction I used to be an addiction support worker. I also used to work with at-risk youth as a youth worker. So I've had the privilege of just coming along alongside people in like their darkest season where they've just had so many questions and so much shame and, and feelings of insecurity and rejection. So I've seen I've seen really the worst of the worst. I've seen people that have made really poor decisions in their life and then had to sober up to the fact that it happened. And now what? Now what do we do with it? So I take that as like a great honor to be able to walk with people through those seasons of hurting, through those seasons of transition, really, of just learning how to, you know, die to self and and take up their cross and follow Jesus. And as much as it's a nice thing to think about, like, yay, we're following Jesus, the reality is that it's hard. It's really hard some days. It's hard because it goes against everything that our society tells us we should do. It's hard because it goes against our flesh. It can be such a power struggle just to try and put that cross on our back and walk. And I think that that's where God really steps in. 
I think that it's very important for us to recognize the power that comes from the relationship that we can create with God. But with that, I think that we need to be responsible for understanding that with that power, it's not for our gain or our benefit, but it is solely to bring glorification to our God. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about what we can get from God, but it's solely about what we can give to God and to his family. And I think that that's a very backwards way to think about things because from my experience in this world, it's it's generally all about what I can get from the world. Even from a child, like the age of a child, it's like, I want this, I want that, get me that, give me this. We have this expectation, and this entitlement towards life and people and circumstances and when we don't get that job that we wanted, then we have a fit or, you know, we whine and complain and gossip with other people when things don't go the way that we want them to go. And the reality is that we just need to dig deeper into that relationship with God. And I recognize that it's not easy all the time to be able to do that. But when we dig into that relationship with God, we can connect with his Holy Spirit and then we can ask for his will to be done in our life. And from there, things will work out in ways that we never thought possible. I will be completely upfront with you. There is no way that I ever expected that I would be starting and launching a ministry or a podcast. And now I'm here recording myself, talking to you about stuff and things. And I have been fighting God on this for the last two years at least of not wanting to do this. But it's about His will. And I do know from my own personal experience of sharing my testimony and being able to mentor other people that the story that I have and the experiences that I have and the process of moving through the different seasons with God and wrestling with him in the wilderness, these are all very important things that I should be sharing. I should be shouting from the rooftops because there are other people out there that are struggling just as I have struggled that are trying to navigate the storms and that feel like they're drowning in the midst of it all. I'm here for you. What God has done in my life could could be the lifeline for other people. And in 2024, look at us go. There's podcasts for everything. There's Instagram and Facebook accounts for everything. Anybody, anybody in the whole wide world can start talking about whatever they want to talk about on the internet. So I'm here to talk to you about how you can rekindle your faith. I'm here to tell you about how I've struggled to rekindle my own faith over the years, how I've walked through seasons of doubt, how I've walked through seasons of having really big questions and feeling like, am I crazy for like even thinking that God exists? These are all valid things that we will go through in our walk with Christ. We will have questions. We will have seasons of doubt. We will have seasons of isolation, of walking through the wilderness and wondering, what is the point? What is the purpose of all of this? And what do you want from me, God? What do you want from me? That is a prayer that I pray probably on a regular basis. When I have nothing else and I do not know what to pray for, I just keep asking him, what do you want from me? So if you find yourself in the wilderness right now, just in a season of isolation, of recognizing that people are not measuring up to whatever standard you fit for them, if you're just struggling with this sense of wanting to know more but not knowing how to get there, if you're struggling to get into the word, 
if you're struggling to build that routine and that relationship with Christ, then I just encourage you to stick around because my hope and my heart for this ministry, for Rekindled Faith, for this podcast, is to empower you. My hope is to encourage you to dig deep into the beauty of your relationship with your God. You have the right and the privilege to step into an authentic relationship with him. You have that right and you have that invitation. He has invited you into that relationship. And this is a relationship that is not like any other earthly relationship that you've ever experienced. So if you come from a background of being really hurt by other people, if you come from an abusive background where people have tried to even use faith, weaponized faith to try and make you do things or say things or act a certain way to appease people, then I'm just here to tell you that's not the relationship that God has for you. He wants to be the quiet waters that fill you with peace and serenity. He wants to calm your storm. He wants to sit with you as you weep and you mourn the loss of your loved ones or your child. He wants to weep with you in the moments of sorrow, and he wants to hold you and embrace you in those too. I've walked through seasons of such sorrow, but God has met me in those moments over the last few years of having lost loved ones, and he has held me in his embrace. And instead of having that that hopeless sorrow, I had joy. I had joy in my mourning and a comfort that I couldn't even explain with words because God just met me there. He just met me in that season and he held me and he embraced me. And I want to be able to share that with you. I want to be able to share what I've learned through my process of pursuing Christ over the last 13 years. It hasn't always been easy. I am not a perfect Christian at all. I would much prefer to just hide my label of Christian and just live life happily to myself, doing whatever I want to do when I want to do it, and not having to evangelize or be sharing apologetics with people. I'd rather just hide, and I'd rather go hiking and hang out with my kids and play blocks and not even be on social media. But the reality is that this is the way that our world is working right now, and this is how God is working through people. And there's a lot of things on the internet. There's a lot of things in our culture, our society, that are vying for our attention and trying to distract us from the course that God has set us on. And my responsibility as a believer of Christ is to share what he has done in my life, share what he has been teaching me and what I've been pursuing in in my relationship with him so that other people can understand, hey, that's how it works. Think about different cultures and how storytelling is just so important. Storytelling is what has given us history. When people share stories, when you read the Bible, there's stories in the Bible, and that is a historical book, historical evidence of our past and all of the cultures around the world that have also engaged in storytelling over centuries. Like how else would we have known about how people used to live or what they used to do or what they used to look like if we didn't have the art of storytelling? So I'm really excited that you've joined me here today. And I'm really excited for this ministry that God has put on my heart and just the fact that I get to come up alongside you and show you where I went wrong and show you what God has been teaching me in my seasons of discipline, really. I haven't always been where I am right now. And today I can say that I have that peace that surpasses all understanding. 
I can tell you that I wake up really early in the morning every single day to spend time in the word. And I can tell you that I hunger and I thirst for that time. If I don't get to wake up early and read my Bible, I feel like I'm missing out on something. And it just doesn't set my day as good as it is when I do get that time with God. We have been invited into a beautiful relationship with the God that created us on purpose for a purpose. That is a gift. And I think sometimes we take that for granted, myself included. So come along with me on this grand adventure of running a podcast that I never thought I'd run to uplift and encourage and empower you in your relationship with God, whether you're on the verge of walking away from your religion, from your faith, whether you're stuck in the bouts of legalism and thinking, oh my goodness, no, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to measure up. Or if you are even a Christian that already has walked away and this is kind of like, ah, this podcast just fell into your lap and you're like, well, what's this? I'm curious. Welcome. Welcome here. Maybe you're even a labeled Christian that just never found the flame and you're just like, okay, well, I guess this is it. It's not it. It's not it. You have been invited into an abundant and fulfilling relationship with the God of the universe. Now, let's just get you into it. Let's re- reignite that flame for Jesus and help you to recognize how good, how good God is. Romans eight twenty six to 27. In the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groanings. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Wherever you are at right now in your season of faith, be encouraged that you have the Holy Spirit who is interceding on your behalf. If you are in a season of doubt and isolation, stick around. If you are in a season of being fulfilled and feeling the abundant love of Jesus Christ, stick around. Both of you have such a valuable message to share. We do go through seasons of isolation and we do make it through to the other side. Quite often when we are in the season of isolation, we fail to listen to the God that has called us into the wilderness. And he's moving mountains just to talk to you. And quite often when we are in a season of of abundance, we forget what it was like when we were in the isolation. Do not grow complacent in your faith with God. Do not forget where you have come from. Do not forget what God has done for you in your life. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to getting to know you, and I look forward to exploring this new adventure that God has all of us on together. Welcome to Rekindled Faith Ministries.